0: Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we make fun of one another's pronunciations of words, except for me, who has so far emerged unscathed because my diction is superlative. Today's page is 882. Didn't need to be set. You hold off using it for a month. It should heal up just fine. Jason left as quickly as he was able, and after a small amount of persuasion, Gran let me see Bill, who was laid up in her back room. If Jason's arm was a clean break, then Bill's was messy as a break can be. Both the bones in his lower leg had broken in several places. I couldn't see under the bandages, but his leg was hugely swollen. The skin above the bandages was bruised and mottled, stretched as tight as an overstuffed sausage. Bill was pale, but alert, and it looked like he would probably keep the leg. How much use it would be was another matter. He might come away with nothing more than a heavy limp, but I wouldn't bet on him ever running again. What sort of folk shoot a man's horse, he asked indignantly, his face covered in a sheen of sweat. It ain't right. It had been his own horse, of course, and this wasn't the sort of town where folk had horses to spare. Bill was a young man with a new wife and his own small farm, and he might never walk again because he'd tried to do the right thing. It hurt to think about. Gran gave him two spoonfuls of something from a brown bottle, and it dragged his eyes shut. She ushered us out of the room and closed the door behind her. "'Did the bone break the skin?' I asked once the door was closed. She nodded as she put the bottle back on the shelf. "'What have you been using to keep it from going septic?' "'Sour, you mean?' she asked. Ramsbur. "'Really?' I asked. "'Not arrowroot?' "'Arrowroot!' she snorted as she added wood to the fire, and swung the now-steaming kettle off of it. "'You ever tried keeping something from going sour with arrowroot?' "'No,' I admitted. "'Let me save you the trouble of killing someone, then.' She brought out a pair of wooden cups." Arrowroot is useless. You can eat it if you lack, but that's about it. But a paste of arrowroot and besame is supposed to be ideal for this. Besame might be worth half a damn, she admitted. But ramsbur is better. I'd rather have some red blade, but we can't always have what we want. Paste of mother leaf and ramsbur is what I use, and you can see he's doing just fine. Arrowroot is easy for folk to find, and it pulps smooth, but it hain't got any worthwhile properties. She shook her head. Arrowroot and camphor. Arrowroot and besame. That's the page. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. The only thing I think of when I hear arrowroot is those really amazing baby cookies. I think that's the point. That's what she talks about, is that it makes things taste better. And that's why they end up in the Heroborica so often, because it's a vector for carrying the actual medicinal ingredient. But of course, that fact has not made it to the book, apparently, which just lists the recipes. And so Quoth has inferred that arrowroot itself has some beneficial properties turns out it doesn't it's just something that you mix with it to make it taste like those delicious baby cookies oh. and furthermore Quoth learned all his medicine at
1: the university so it's not just that like this is something Quoth doesn't know no one at the university has taught him which might mean that like they don't know they're just going by what's in the book without thinking about why or without like investigating why and furthermore to that this is like a reverse of what all the folk ways for taking care of demons are, right? Ash and Elm and Rowan too. Not all of those ingredients are actually mystically necessary to to keep the, the demons at bay, but some some of them have just kind of wound up in there by mistake. Because it fits the meter of the rhyme, probably. <laughs> then it became some like a folk practice that people do do. And it works because one thing in there works, but the other two are like, you know, placebos
0: and i think that this is meant to highlight the different forms of 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 that knowledge the different forms of of maintaining it and passing it down whereas the university uses the written word and i think we've been we're meant to consider the weaknesses of the w- written word considering that we now know that someone's pruning pruning the written word of the world of references for the chandrian versus these sort of like practical remedies or these um these things based in tradition, or at least in the in the case of Graham, these things based in apparently the scientific method. Like she has the Heroborica, which is apparently the like foundational text open on her table and she's like annotating it. She's going like, oh no, this doesn't actually work. Oh, this is better. This is what my grandmother did. My grandmother had all these cookbooks and she would always like add or adjust the recipes, scratch out ingredients, add her own ingredients. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were always better.
1: That may speak to the simple fact that there probably aren't that many people who come into the university regularly with like serious injuries, like a broken limb, but I'm sure that happens to her all the time in this isolated farming community where she's the only person who has any kind of medical training. So she's just doing it way more often, right? And like, I think that goes for like all kinds of ailment. It seems to be like the she probably has a lot more practical experience of dealing with everyday illnesses and she's figured out through experience what works and what doesn't. She's funny, too. You ever tried to keep something going sour with Arrowroot? No. Well, then let me save you the trouble of killing someone. Like, I don't know. She's got like a dry kind of no-nonsense salt-of-the-earth wit about her that I, I find fun.
0: Yeah, but she's practical. And I think like this is one of those examples of a person, kind of like the mayor, I guess. The person who is like smart without necessarily being book smart. Being book smart does not make you an intelligent person. Just look at Ambrose as an example. And I'm pleased to see it, especially when we're up against the ignorant hordes of uh, earlier in this chapter. It's nice that Rothfuss goes out of his way to show us that even in these small towns, it takes all kinds. And, you know, you still have these scholars. Like, even though she doesn't have the the university credentials, she still clearly is, like, studious and organized and, as you said, uh, witty.
1: I think maybe that also is to poke a hole in Kvoth's prejudice against these small town people who he kind of dismisses as like ignorant simpletons and some of them certainly are and like their are atti- certainly their attitudes towards like gender relations and gender roles are pretty antiquated but that doesn't mean that you can dismiss them and their experiences entirely out of
0: hand so what is the purpose of Bill do you think and I ask because here is a character whose life may very well be ruined and the lives and livelihoods of his family. Um, essentially, he's a bystander, as Quoth says on this page, he may never walk again because he tried to do the right thing. He's sort of like a prop, but he's a very tragic one. So I'm wondering what, why has Rothfuss injected him here? Why have this character at all?
1: Jordana, do you have any thoughts on that? I have no idea. I was not ready for that question. I think that he's there partly to show the consequences of the kind of like the banditry and like what, like what kinds of damage those people were inflicting on everyone around them, not just these girls, but like to like this whole community. And I think that is part and parcel of something Rothfuss is doing in this book that I think is a lot more common in fantasy fiction now, but wasn't quite so common when he wrote this book, which is to show us like, the consequences of violence in the world, and to sh- like to treat it not as just like you know a, a fun action romp where you know bandits come into town and cause a ruckus and then the hero you know sees them off, but to inject a little bit more realism and a little bit more consequences uh, into the into that kind of fantasy narrative. But he's also used like two pages from now as an object lesson to quote about how sometimes you got to kill people. And sometimes you have to do something harmful in one sense to to stave off a greater harm or, or cure a greater ill. Hmm. That
0: sounds awfully hmm. Amirish.
1: Almost like the Amir are correct.
0: Certainly it's another theme. I almost feel like this the end of the book here is, is working extra hard to restate the various themes.
1: I think you're right, but it's also doing them in such a way that is not like it's not hitting you over the head with them. You know? It's just like presenting those thematic ideas in a new context in the service of the denouement of one section of the book just to kind of keep those ideas front of mind but it's not it's not closing the book and going and they weren't just little girls they were little women you know what i mean which i will confess is for a long time how i thought the book little women really did end which goes to show how ignorant i am
0: Hey, I thought Guys and Dolls were just a bunch of crazy guys and dolls was actually a song from Guys and Dolls. The <laughs> Simpsons has a lot to
1: answer for. <laughs> Imagine my disappointment when I learned there was no Planet of the Apes, <laughs> the musical. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> well, Jordana's certainly been earning her keep on this page. Yep. And she'll earn her keep on tomorrow's page of
0: uh, The, the way.